Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Happy Hoonakah to all of you and to all a good night. Yeah. Is there a famous Hanukkah poem or anything that we should know? Um, there's, there's some songs. Mm. No, like, uh, no, No, like night before Christmas story. No. Okay. I mean, Hanukkah doesn't, as I think we've discussed before, Hanukkah does not have similar religious significance as Christmas. Let's just, let's just look. Christmas is just a birthday. The big one is Easter. Okay. Everybody's born, but nobody comes back from the dead except JC. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Um, I'm just saying, like, th- I think in a lot of people's minds, Hanukkah and Christmas have become, like, equated in a way, but that's just because they kind of coincidentally fall, tend to fall around the same time. And so... I think it's also good because, like, Jewish kids are like, hey, guess what? I get presents for eight days, you little bitch. Yeah. 
Exactly. And then all the kids who just have Christmas go, well, I get a fuck ton of presents on day, on one day. Yeah, it's true. Which is either exciting or not. Yeah, I mean, it's like Hanukkah. Henry it's, really gets it's the best kind of, of everything. Delayed gratification. Christmas, it's like instant gratification. Henry gets. Henry gets all the gratification. Nine days of presents. Yeah, he really scores. Um, he knows that Hanukkah starts tomorrow. We've talked about it. Has he talked about his presents? He hasn't talked about his presents. Um, I'm really, he's in it for the candles. He does love lighting the candles. And yeah, I uh, I think, I guess we'll make potato pancakes tomorrow too. I have to get some supplies. Two, in addition to what? In addition to like candles and presents. And gotcha. That, that kind of vibe. Um, so yeah, so we'll do all that. He'll probably want to help me make the potato pancakes, the latkes. Or not. Or I not. Mean, he's really, he's, he's, he's very fickle. Really taking some left turns here when I think he's going to take a right. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people also eat jelly donuts on Hanukkah. I did not know that. Yeah, because they're also fried in oil. Significance of that is the oil. Yes. So is it like a lot of things that are fried you guys are like into? It somehow only seems to be latkes and jelly donuts. I mean, and I, specifically jelly donuts. Why I could not I could not tell you. That was certainly, you know, not something that the ancient scholars would dictated. It, would it be like a? Would you make your own, or is it a situation where you can go to Dunkies and pick up twelve? You can go to Dunkies. Some people like to make their own. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never tried that myself. We don't really have a deep fryer, so I don't know that we could do it. We could absolutely do it. You don't need a deep fryer. You just need a pot and a thermometer. Oh, well, we have both of those. Yeah. Well, oil, too. We have oil. Yeah, but do we have enough oil? Maybe not. To deep fry. Okay. I guess there's no way deep we frying could possibly get some oil. So, it's like so much oil. It's an absurd amount of oil. I can only imagine. It's probably a ton of oil. So, if you've ever made donuts, let us know in the comments below. <laughs> Hit the bell icon. Um, yeah, I got to get some applesauce and sour cream. And then we're going to be seeing my parents for most of Hanukkah, so maybe we'll make potato pancakes with them. Um, I'm sure my mom will want to make some matzo ball soup. I mean. <laughs> As per her Whatever floats tradition. her holiday bow. <laughs> um, I also realize I have to like, I have to really sit down and look at all of Henry's gifts and make sure that we have eight ready and I, I might need to pick up a few more things. So, what is he getting for Christmas? Well, he has a shit ton of bluey stuff. Yes, but like, I was wondering, is any of that Hanukkah stuff? I don't know. I think, like, the we got him a Yodo player. I thought that would be his, like, big Hanukkah gift. Yeah. Um, and then my sister sent some Hanukkah, like a Hanukkah present. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents are going to get him a Hanukkah present this week. They said they're gonna go shopping for it. I guess. Okay. Um, and then I have like I got him a new um, sweatshirt and T-shirt that could be for one night. Like a lot of people like to do like a night of books, a night of clothes, a night of you know kind of like themed. Um, so I was thinking I would get him a new book. Well, since he's 
an only child. It doesn't matter what you get him because whatever that is, is the theme. Oh, interesting point. You know? Yeah, that's an interesting point. So, yeah. So, I, and, and we do have a lot of, uh, we do have a lot of stuff stockpiled for Christmas. So maybe I'll take a look at that and see if there's something I want to use for Hanukkah, but not any of like the big stuff. Well, if you can figure that out, if you could give him bingo for Hanukkah. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Because I have that in my car right now. I went to North Hollywood to get bingo. <laughs> Stuffed bingo. Did you end up, did, did either of us end up ordering Daisy? No. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Figured I had time. I was just wondering. Because there's a week. I, I don't know. We should probably get on that. He's really into Daisy, and he really... He's concerned. Every think, time he yes. sees a parade on television that features Disney, um, and, and Daisy's not there, he asks. He's like, where's Daisy? Where's Daisy? I don't understand. Why she's wouldn't not, Daisy be there? She's not on his blanket? Nope. She wasn't uh, in Disney on Ice? Nope. So, you know, he's like, he's got a real, like, justice for Daisy I mean, I vibe. get it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's ha it's it's hard to you know recreate the magnetism of a of a cartoon Daisy in you know real life form. That's you think why. that's why? <laughs> well, I told him that every time he, she's not there, she's babysitting uh, Figaro, just <laughs> Minnie's cat. I mean, she could be cat sitting. Yeah, she's a happy helper. Yeah. So I don't know how long that's gonna fly. Um. Yeah, and then I have, you know, I have a couple things for Matt. Didn't go overboard this year because we're trying to kind of rein it you, in. I've got you nothing. Okay. Because I thought we were, the, I thought that was the deal. Oh, I didn't think we were doing nothing. Oh, I thought we were doing nothing. Oh, I mean, that's fine. I was like convinced and satisfied that we were doing nothing. And that's fine if you want to do nothing. Well, what are you going to do with my stuff now? <sighs> I guess I'll just give it to Bo. Give it to Henry for Hanukkah. I could. There's a couple things that he actually the the I got you three things and two of them he definitely cannot use. Mm. So, all right. But Look seriously, don't feel pressure to get me anything. Oh, uh, that's a that's a hogwash if I ever heard it. No, I'm serious. Now, if Henry wants to get me something, sure. I see. I see. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> what did he say? I'm not that. I'm not interested in that. So I'm. Well, we were giving Holly her holiday gift today, and I said, "Hey, bud, do you want to help me make a card for Holly?" And he said, "I'm not interested of that." Right. <laughs> and then he kept repeating it. Nope. Not interested of that. I said, "Okay." It's and fine. he said it to me 14 times. Like, <laughs> but no one's forcing you to no, do anything. Literally no one's forcing you. <laughs> it's fine. Noted. Yeah. Well. Sorry, I have to... Um... Henry's music lesson texted to see if we are on our way. And I was like, I emailed earlier that he is sick. Oh. Well, they probably were just like, he's sick for the recital. No, I said specifically he's not going to be able to uh, 
go to class today as well. So Henry's on the vom truck, everybody. He's doing that thing where he coughs so coughs much, so that, much he that he makes himself throw up, which is like a thing that he's been doing since he was a baby, and it's not fun for anyone. No. And I asked him if he was didn't if his tummy wasn't feeling good or if it was just that he was coughing so much and he says that it's just that he's coughing so much yes i think he's right i mean he otherwise seems fine well this morning it was i mean it was like a symphony of bombs yeah <laughs> he hit the couch twice the the rug once we went through three pairs of two pajamas one pair of regular clothes and that was before eight o'clock in the morning and also he had only had a piece of raisin toast and then he ate kind of normally and then he was he didn't throw up again and then i put him down for his nap and after like 20 minutes, I heard him starting to cough. I mean, was, he was calling for me. So I like run in there and he like threw up a little in his crib and then he threw up more. I like took him out of his crib and he threw up more on the floor and on like a pillow. This is what it's like, everybody, in case you're wondering. Kids get sick and you just, you're just cleaning up vomit is a fact of life. Yeah, <laughs> it truly, it truly is. I mean, I'm sure, you know, people know that, but I mean, I think actually relatively knock on wood, Henry has not been as sick as a lot of kids this fall. He had that, he had like a few weeks of sickness in like October, November, but it never, it was like a really, it was just like a really bad cold. He didn't, he didn't have COVID. He didn't have RSV. He didn't have the flu. And, and actually when he was, when he had that cold, he also did the thing where he coughed so much that he threw up. Um, and all that po like post-nasal drip going into his throat. Yes. And his refusal to ever blow his nose or spit it out. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So on the bright side, uh, he slept fine last night. Yeah, he did. I told you so when he started, he's like, it just like, like that. He started to sound terrible. Mm -hmm. I forget what night it was that I texted you. Yeah. <laughs> texted you in the house. Cause we were outside. Yeah. I was like, he sounds sick. He had like a froggy throat. Yeah. And now, Guess what? He is. And that's just a hoot. It's just life. I mean, and we were supposed to go to um, one of his classmates Christmas parties tomorrow and that child has COVID. So. So now we are not going to that. We are not. Instead, we will be here again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we're going to take a break in a minute. And I also just want to tell everyone that we are going to be running a rerun next week. There will be no new episode next week. 
We're going to take Christmas, Christmas off. Day. Yes. Would be normally when the new one comes out. Mm-hmm. But stop being a Scrooge and expecting us to do that. <laughs> gotcha. Um. So yeah, and but but please do still email us storymat at gmail. Well, Matt don't you think gmail. it'd be kind of fun to? Because I got to bring the equipment anyway to record a podcast with your parents. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's the fastest no I've ever heard from you. Like, ever. And I've asked her a lot of dumb things. And that's the fastest you've ever said no. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now I'm intrigued. Uh, I gotta get her on my own on the Star Trek show then. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll see if they want to talk about Star Trek. They'll have a lot to say. Deep Space Nine, anyone? (laughs) Um, My uncle's very into Star Trek. Oh, that's true, yeah. He was very excited that Will was at the wedding. Yeah, but my parents are not. Not so much? No. All right. Um, But please email us, storymat at gmail, Matt and Dory at gmail. Call or text us at 413-461-BABY because we will be recording the following week, and it would be nice to have some emails and some voicemails to kick off the new year in style. Send all your new year resolutions. Do you have any new year's resolutions? Not yet. Okay. Right now, my resolution is to rewire my entire audio setup here mm. and clean this desk off. Mm. That's a good resolution. It's my dream. Is it? Get that done. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. Are you kidding me? Look at this place. I mean, I also need to clean off my desk. It's like Mug City, Candletown. Yeah. Wire Town. Oh, there's so many wires. There's an upsetting amount of wires. I filled up every port in my iMac Pro. So. How many ports? There's like nine. Nine ports? It's ridiculous. All right. So many ports. We'll be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, 
anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everyone. We're back. We just discovered a secret that my wife has never revealed until today. She listens to all the podcasts that she needs to do edits on in Dropbox, like a lunatic. Why is that weird? I mean, it's just weird. You're using a web browser as an audio player. So? Like, on purpose. <laughs> like, who cares? Uh, me. <laughs> God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, we have a voicemail. We do have a voicemail, and I'm going to play it in the Dropbox browser. Let's see how this works out. Here we go. Hi, this is Becca. Um, I have called in a whole bunch of times, usually ranting and raving about something. Last time it was paid parental leave. Today it is outside monitoring to respond to your um, caller who is from Atlanta, but going to Big Bear or LA or somewhere in between and considering outside monitoring. And I just wanted to say I cannot agree more with what Matt and Dory said. My entire IVF process was done with outside monitoring. I live in Colorado and I did my actual egg retrievals and transfers in California. So my outside monitoring was where I lived in Colorado. So the opposite of you in terms of time change, also only one hour difference of time change, also, no stress regarding travel and snow and holidays and things like that. And still, despite everyone promising on both sides that the that they would get the results and they'd get them on time and the clinic would call me back in time with all the things, almost every cycle, and I did three, three retrievals and two transfers total, not to mention just like some cycles of just monitoring and testing, Almost every time I had to 
call in the middle of the day and be like, hey, is this uh, still happening, anyone? Um, a few times they missed it. Fortunately, their uh, advice in terms of what to do with my medication ended up working out fine in, in those cases. But even if they say they can, the odds are, I think at least 50%, if not more, that you would go through all of that stress and chaos and then not get the results in time, especially given that your time change is even more extreme and uh, in the wrong direction. <laughs> um, so that is just my two cents. I know waiting three months is just horrible. Um, but I think that I just think it's a, a better option than, than trying this, which could ultimately prove futile, even if everyone promises that everything will go right and the weather looks good and all that. Um, so that is my advice. I live in Northern Colorado in about 2,400 square feet, 40 inch TV in the living room and then a little TV that is just sort of floating around in a box in our house because we can't figure out where to put it. Probably should get rid of it. And it's the end of the year, so it's hard to even remember, but maybe like three Costco hot dogs this year. Thanks. Bye. Good news, everybody. Bo just let one rip. <laughs> it, is, it smells so bad. And it wasn't loud. <laughs> it just snuck up on us. I was like, did someone just fart? <laughs> and for once, I said no. And uh, for another once, it wasn't Dory. That's true. Well, mine are usually loud. She, they are. <laughs> so at least you know they're coming. It's like the It's like Gabriel. You know, just blowing that trumpet for yep. the end of days. That's me. <laughs> uh, what a fun way to describe your wife's farts. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back <laughs> to the show. Oh, Mowage. It's here. Uh, let me go back to this. Thank you for the voicemail. Thank you for agreeing with us. Mostly thank you for agreeing with us. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've stood up, guys. We have not gotten an update from the person who originally wrote in to us about the outside monitoring. So I don't know what she has decided to do. I mean, we probably shamed her into never <laughs> communicating with us again. I know. <laughs> I mean, I do hope. I hope she either like really took us to heart and decided to push the cycle or she's doing it and she somehow miraculously has this like amazingly seamless process. Again, yeah, if 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 she has a plan that's going to work, then we are all for that plan. We just don't think her plan's going to work. Yeah, it and just she'll be better off not stressing about it. Sounded very stressful. Um we got another email about this from Amanda, who said, Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. Just a quick suggestion for the emailer just dealing with the imminent lab closure. Might she be able to start birth control pills on the first day of her cycle to push it back just a few days until she's back in town? My clinic was always able to manipulate things that way. When you stop the pills, the next <laughs> day wild. becomes cycle day one again. Maybe she can still squeeze in an IVF cycle before the lab closes in mid-January. Anyway, just my thoughts. Well wishes, Amanda. 3,700 square feet, Austin, Texas, one husband and a science-made nearly four-year-old plus two kittens and a parrot. 85-inch and 65-inch TVs, maybe two hot Whoa, dogs in 2022. 85. Well, they have a 3,700 square foot house. Oh. 
So, you know. Pass. 85 inches isn't like. I barely see it, probably. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's an interesting thought. Maybe worth bringing that up with your doctor. It's pretty wild to like be like, you know, manipulate your, your cycle like that. To be like, here's a pill. Now it won't start. Whoa. I mean, it happens all the time. <laughs> like clinics do that like, stuff all the time. It's real futury stuff, you know? I mean, so is IVF just in general. Nah, <laughs> that's old timey stuff. It is? Yeah, you just pray to a star. Oh. And the baby is born. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, that's how IVF works. Oh. I never knew that. I almost I almost and then I realized it would be too traumatic for Henry. I almost explained to him that he was frozen in a lab for two years. Oh my god. <laughs> he would be so that maybe that's why he's so upset with us. Like if we leave him alone. Or if we don't hear him in his crib for six and a half seconds. Because we left him alone in a freezer for two years? Yeah. I don't know that he's made that connection. He has some real abandonment issues, you know? I don't. In that he looks at pictures of himself Uh in his crib. Yeah. And then asks why we weren't tending to him (laughs) and we just took a picture. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think he like... (laughs) He's he's an only child. Yes. So it's like all about him. Right. All the time. Yeah, but it was also like I just it's very funny that not it was I I mean it's well, cute. The the picture that you're talking about, I know exactly which one you're talking about. We I took the picture because I think I took the picture. Um because he had moved it was when he was in the phase of moving his crib. Right. And he had moved his crib like basically to the middle of the room. Right. He wasn't distraught. Yes, that's the thing, though. He thinks he, he was. He thinks he was, yeah. But he and wasn't. he's like, how could I have been so distraught long enough to move my crib to the middle of the yeah. room? And you came in and all you did was take a picture. I know. It was pretty funny. <laughs> um, but... He also wants to go back into Dory's tummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we even talk about that? I was just wondering, did we talk about that? I don't know. I, I mean, it was. I think we did, but maybe we didn't. I don't remember. Anyway, I'll give the abridged version. Um, he had me talking. He had me like making up stories or books, as he called them, about body parts. So he would like do the arm book, do the leg book, and then he wanted me to do the tummy book. And I started talking about the belly button and the umbilical cord. And next thing I knew... I was talking about how Henry had been cut out of my stomach. <laughs> and he was like horrified. Yeah. It's like, why? <laughs> and then he was like, he wanted to know how they, I'd been stitched back up. Why did you do that? I didn't want to come and out. And then he said he didn't want to come out. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. You didn't. That's why you had to be cut out. And then Matt, at some point, I, I feel like we did tell this story. But anyway, you kind of came in as i was telling this and you're the most like <laughs> like horrified look on your face you're i just, just like, didn't what understand it's happening and i was like you know what happening? i was like you're not wrong i just i just started talking about it and it was like one thing led to another <laughs> and i didn't know how to stop it uh, 
Yeah. Okay. So, and then I was telling him about living in Boston and how sometimes the temperature would get so cold that you would you'd want to go run your car for a little bit before you got in it. And then he asked where he was when we were living there. Mm. And then I had to tell him that he was nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah. (sighs) Henry. But what are you doing? I think he thinks there's maybe some food under there. All right. Um... Oh. oh, good shake, Bo. Good shake. Okay. We're going to take another break and we'll be back already? in a flash. Yeah, already. That's a quick one. Be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, we're back. Hello. Just we're just breezing here, you know. It's an easy breezy episode. Easy breezy. Um, the breeze cast. It's got to be a name of a show, right? The breeze cast. Yeah. Sure. It's probably like Drew Breeze. Oh. Has a podcast called the breeze, breeze cast. Okay. Um, all right. This is from Rebecca, who says, "Hi, Matt and Dory. I'm responding to Ariana Perry's email about buying a guitar for her child." I would like to suggest looking into whether your local library has instruments to lend out. What? The library I work for lends out a variety of instruments, including ukuleles and a children's acoustic guitar. Even if your library doesn't, another one in your network might and would be willing to lend it out, provided you physically pick up and return it to that library. Might be worth it before you decide to invest in your own guitar. All the best, Rebecca B. I work in the same network as the Brookline Library. Wow. Oh, the Brookline Library. I have many fond memories of the Brookline Library. Have you we taken we've not taken Henry there? We have not taken Henry there. I would like to take Henry there. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Bo. What are you doing? Bo. Bo. You're underfoot literally. Um, thank you, Rebecca. That's a really good suggestion. I've also, I think some libraries lend out tools. Like there's all kinds of things you can get at your library that are not books. What? Yeah. Tools? Tools. That's so weird. It's cool. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, it'd be like (laughs) if they like suddenly just like made Target a library. Mm. And you could like take everything out of Target and return it. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, oh, I might want an Apple TV. Let me go to the neighborhood Target and rent one or take one out for nothing. I mean, I guess that's what a return policy is. Yeah. <laughs> you just invented return policy. Way to go, libraries. <laughs> doing nothing original. Um. Well, thank you, Rebecca. This is from Monroe, who writes, Hello, Matt and Dory. 
My wife and I do the TV fireplace, but also enjoy wood wick candles for the crackling sound. In terms of candles... Those don't do well when I'm recording podcasts, I'll tell you that much. Oh, I grew up not even realizing most people lit candles they bought in stores, as my mom was often gifted them, but never used them. (laughs) So I would always have just... So I'd always just have fun smelling them. Now, though, I love lighting them, and Bath & Body Works has been having immense sales since at least October on different products. So I highly recommend... Keeping a lookout on those deals for anyone who wants scented candles. Our favorite holiday scent is Tis the Season, but we enjoy many others too, like Fresh Balsam and The Perfect Christmas. I love that they've got their Christmas scents all down pat, like they know exactly which Oh, totally. Although they do not have a Hanukkah scented candle, they do have a dreidel wallflower (laughs) plug-in. Those are their version of a plug-in air fresheners. I got a Hanukkah candle from Yankee Candle last year in the summer at an outlet, actually, but did not see it this year. I would describe it as a cinnamon scent. I was initially just writing in to say that my wife and I are really enjoying the Santa Clauses. It is hilarious. But I got caught up on the candles. And as I unpaused the podcast, I heard you mention the Lindsay Lohan movie. And I agree. Falling for Christmas is very enjoyable. Wow. Monroe has a lot of Christmas thoughts. Have a wonderful Hanukkah and Christmas. Best Monroe in upstate New York with my wife and two cats. And uh, Monroe is a, is a, has a master's in public health. Wow. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, did you get that email, Monroe? That was us. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, he seems like way in on Christmas. And candles. Yeah, but like, he's only talking, he's only, have you noticed he's only talking about holiday candles? Yeah, that's true. No mention of a, like a, of a, any off-season candles. Yeah, good point. What am I hearing? I don't know. Some sort of music? (laughs) Some music. I mean, it's been hard here, guys. Last four days, they've been jackhammering at the, the neighbor behind us. Is apparently getting um, all of the cement removed in a 50-block radius. Like, I don't understand how there's so much jackhammering happening. It does seem to be a, a, like a lot of jackhammering for it. Which tells me a couple things. One, the crew running this jackhammer, they don't know how to properly use a jackhammer. Mm. Two, uh, they don't know how to properly <laughs> And three, they don't know where to go. Because you're supposed to like, the jackhammer is not to like take, because I feel like it's like they're taking off like four or five inch pieces Uh at a time instead of like three feet, use a pickaxe, pull it out. Oh, they're trying to do it all. They're trying to do it all with the jackhammer and it's really loud and annoying and makes podcasts impossible. This is true. All right. Thanks, Monroe. (laughs) Um, All right. We have a voicemail. Uh, let's hear it through, whatchamacallit, Dropbox. Wow. Here we go again. Hi, Matt and Dory. My name's Katie. I'm calling from Austin, Texas. Uh, I've been listening for many, many years since the start of your journey and since we had have, have had our science baby, um, who is now four, which leads me to my question. My partner and I are planning on taking our daughter to Disney World sometime in the future. And we're wondering, what are your best suggestions to do with a kid around four or five, six years old? Um, What is a not miss? Best 
food? Like, how do you feel about the Disney resorts? Which one would you stay at? Which one would you not stay at? All those kinds of good questions. I'd love your input. Um, we, like I said, live in Austin, Texas, about 1,600 square feet. Uh, one television in the living room, I don't know, 60-ish inches um, for myself. Or all of us, I think, no hot dogs this year. Wow. So, thank you. Hot dog free year over there in Austin. Mm. That's, I mean, that seems four to six years old is like just prime time. You can do everything with them. They probably skip their nap at that point, right? Yeah, and I think most most four to six year olds are not so, napping. So I mean, just exhaust them, you know. I just think get them overtired. I think that's yeah, probably the way to go. I mean, I was gonna say, talk to our friend Nasim Kansari and have it have Hello. her. She's a Disney travel agent, and have her plan your trip because Henry would like you to open this door. I know I'm coming. Okay. I need a second. Henry is, is really excited to talk to us. Okay. Probably. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, what time Mickey? Oh, that's what he, he just wants to know what time Mickey is. Remember we talked about this? Do you want to be on the podcast? Well, yeah, but I almost done. Yeah, we are almost, almost done. done. Uh, Have a seat. Oh. Put your headphones on. Hey, I'm I'm not freaking Fruity Fika. Yeah, you are. Hi, Henry. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, so far, I'd like to say, how are you feeling today? Hi, here to do. Henry, what's your favorite episode of Bluey? No food. Oh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> what's your favorite Mickey? Clubhouse. Okay, and who's your favorite of all of Mickey's friends? Mickey. Mickey? What about, what about Daisy? No. How about Donald? No. Goofy? No. Henry? <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> you are just here. Oh, I'm done. Thank you for joining us, Henry. We'll see you again Can next you get week. get me? Off of here. That was an exciting interview. Wow. Okay. Worth it. Yep. Um, yeah. So what I was saying was I would reach out to Nassim or another Disney travel agent. You don't have to use Nassim. We just like Nassim. And she's helped a bunch of listeners and don't be a jerk just reach out to Nassim reach out to Nassim magic and saffron on Instagram um and she'll plan your trip it's so easy you know she'll help you too she'll help you she'll give you guidance it's just like I just uh, it's so much easier when you're when you're doing like you know a big overnight trip I think it's so much easier to use a travel agent there you go especially at Disney yes She'll keep track of all the best deals. If there's any rack rate situations happening or change in hotel prices, she'll be on top of that. You won't have to do anything with it. It'll, she'll just get you the best price. Uh, I don't know that there's a hotel that's bad for a kid. We stayed at Art of Animation, and I thought that was a good choice for us. Yeah. Um, because you of know, the room separation. The room separation. 
So Henry, we, we ended up having Henry stay in the closed off bedroom and then Matt and I slept out in the living room because he went to bed before us. Um, and it's one of the less expensive resorts. So that was also nice. Relative though, because everything is super expensive and all the rooms are themed. And I think like Henry didn't care at that point, but I think some kids might be into like the, there's like finding Nemo, there's cars, there's some other theme that I'm forgetting. Finding Nemo cars, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, yes, that's what and it was. And Lion King. No, not Lion King. Yes, Lion King. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Question me. Wow. Um, yeah, so that would be my advice there. And yeah, they can do everything. So what do you want to do? Listener. There you go. Um. All right. Moving on. This is our last text. You all are thinking of Enron Field, now Minute Maid Park, home of the Houston Astros. It was renamed really quickly in 2002 after Enron melted down. Uh, fonder times. That was in reference to our discussion of... Crypto.com Arena? Crypto.com Arena, but also FTX sure. having bought the naming rights to the arena in Miami and what was going to happen to that now. Sure. And Matt pointed out that <clears throat> as an asset, it would probably be sold and used to potentially pay back creditors or investors. Whomever. Who had lost all their money. <laughs> Ding dongs. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Again, this is our last live quote unquote show for the year um but we will see you in january holiday cheer coming your way hope you have a great time every day holiday cheer going your way Dory's looking at me because i just made up a song <laughs> um and just a reminder you can support us on patreon get up to two bonus episodes a month we will be recording our patreon episodes this month so if you just can't live without us for a week which i mean i think you probably can but if you can't you can always head I on over could. to patreon at patreon.com slash excellent adventure at the $5 level, you get your name read on the podcast and you get a bonus episode at $10. You get two bonus episodes and you also get our undying gratitude. That's the only part of us that won't die. It's true. Uh, All right. So thanks to Mackenzie Erickson. Megan Nelson. Magana Prasad. Melanie Jackson. Melinda Phelps. Melissa. Meryl H. Mike Zytek. Mike Kim and Leo. Molly. Mariah Adamick. Nancy Powell. Nicola Hill. Nicole B. Nikki Bosser. Narantha. Uh, Pamela L. Ryan. Pamela Wong. Patty Curie. Paul Sharp. Paula. Rebecca Posey. Robert Hamilton. Robin Kay. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Schlageter. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Lavelle. Sarah Swift. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Vanderwinkel. Stephanie Genevieve. Stephanie S. Steve Harcourt. Susan Gross. Tanya Lemos. Tanya K. The Holterman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Valerie Green. Vanessa Ferguson. Virginia McHealy. Whitney Hoffman. Anonymous. Aurora and Ains Zelda. Oh, Ainsley. <laughs> CJ. Crescent Martin. Danielle Nusiforo. Deanna McLean. Elizabeth Brandt. Elizabeth K. Elizabeth Kimani. Emily Harden. Aaron Alana. Heidi Phelps. Jane Ennis. Jen Brennan. Jesse Labadee. Julia from Germany. Justine Adamek. K. 
Katie Davenport. Laura Bennett. Laura Madge. Lauren Cephalo. Lisa Bove. Lydia. <laughs> it just reminded me. I was reading a book to Henry the other night, mm-hmm. and he's like, Dita, don't read it funny. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, don't say the words wrong. And I was like, wow. He's like, yeah, Dita, don't be funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so rude. Wow. Uh, Lisa Bove, Lydia, Mara Foss. Mary Messick. Mary Myra. Maude Tremblay. Melanie Ronbeck. Nicholas Skidmore. Pamela Carpenter. Pat Machewski. Phoebe Boone. Rachel O'Connell. Samantha. Shauna Mandel. Susanna Perez. And Zoe Lawrence. Hopefully the music in the background isn't getting us a copyright strike. (laughs) All right, everyone. Okay. Have a good holiday and or week. Bye. Bye.